It really, like looking at other people in the elevator when they were looking at me, and uh-huh. I, I couldn't tell. Like, obviously, I didn't have my mustache on, but I couldn't tell what the residuals look like. And Are you talking about like the, is this after it fell off or before? This was after it fell off. It looks really creepy. And I realized that now, I didn't know it until I actually got all it the way like here. It looks like you have like a gummy skin mustache going on. Well, it, yeah, a gummy skin mustache would be it's the, pretty It's accurate. the worst. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty disturbing. <laughs> and I wonder what people thought I was trying to be. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can Thank you for finding us. And if you're a member of the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club, you can see that I have a very creepy mustache going on right now. Um, you sure do. Uh, it's extra creepy. It's actually now drawn it's on top of your on you know, top fleshy, of skin what the fleshy skin mustache. <laughs> so it's Halloween. It's pretty disturbing. And uh, and today, you know, we uh, of course we we dressed up over this last weekend for Halloween, but also for Digital Trends, which is the live show I host. The whole staff decided to do um, for the for the production crew decided to do. Anchorman, which meant I had to be Ron Burgundy. And so I got the costume for it and I got this mustache to put on it, like an actual paste on mustache because I don't have I don't have time to grow out one. Basically, I mean, would you be allowed to have a mustache? I'm not, well, no, no. Yeah. I mean, if I could instantly grow it, yeah, I could have had one for that day. Yeah. But I'd need like a couple of weeks of fully growing and then I just look Gross. like unshaven on television. Uh, so I wonder if you can. I wonder if mustaches will ever make a comeback for like broadcasters. Oh you yeah, know, there like was a time all, when there like no no broadcaster did not have a right. Mustache. They all have mustaches. Yeah. yeah, well, it's like that. And, I mean, it's and almost time officers. for the mustache to come. Police back. officers and news anchors. Yeah, they all had mustaches. They all did. Yeah, there's still some mustaches out there. I don't know a lot of mustaches. Um, I'm trying to think. There, there's a couple in town. Oh, maybe he shaved his mustache. There used to be uh, Ken Body. He used to have a mustache. It was like a big, oh, Ken big thick mustache that he had. No, I don't think Ken Body's had a mustache for like 20 years. No, probably not. I'm probably thinking of back <laughs> when I was a kid. Yeah. He's been on the air for a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to come back. I mean, I've talked about it before on the show. I don't look really the best in a mustache. It's not my... When, I have, when I've grown one no, out I before... Think that, no, I think we settled on the fact that you do look okay with the oh, mustache. Oh, that's right. And I just need to get over it because it's my stigma from when I was a kid. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. And you had like what, your little wispy... I'm <laughs> kind of a wispy mustache. <laughs> like the three-haired mustache that... Every that kid has that. Every teen kid has that. Whether it starts in middle school or early high school. Yeah, they, that point where it's oh, like... Oh, no, I remember that oh, creepy kid, phase. kid, you need to shave. Like like you even just, if it's just like three of them. Like just, just get, get rid, rid of those of three. <laughs> yeah, I remember having that for a while until my dad finally was like, you got to get rid of that. You just you got to get rid of that. <laughs> I was like, no, it's my mustache. And I had like these wispy hairs that were on my chin and a wow. couple of places. Yeah, yeah, because you feel badass. Like stragglers. It's like, oh, oh man, look at me. <laughs> I got a mustache. Like, no, no, you shouldn't. No, it doesn't look good for anybody. But that's kind of how I look right now. Because the, the, so the mustache that I got wouldn't stick on. It wouldn't stay on, so it fell off during the entire show. And then, where did you even find that mustache? I ordered it online. I mean, it had some stickiness to it originally, but then since it kept falling off, we tried to put double-sided tape on, and tried that for a while, and that didn't work. And then tried uh, eyeglass, or no, not eyeglass, eyelash glue. I'm sorry, you tried to glue a mustache to your face with eyelash glue. Eyelash glue is that a thing? Like for fake eyelashes? I'm assuming that's what that's for. 
I mean, that's a thing, but yeah. I wouldn't think that would stick a mustache to your face. Yeah. Well, it I mean, did. That's an ambitious It did idea. actually for a while. It did the best job. It lasted for about 20 minutes. And then that fell off too. But now I have like this weird. Yeah, I actually drew over it. So if you do, if you are um, a member and you can see the video, you can see it's his, so bad. his creepy drawn on mustache right now. But I had to draw that mustache on over his like gummy, like flesh mustache that the, the eyelash glue yeah, left. Yeah, the residue that's now sticking on there. So that's what. It's weird. It looks like parts of your skin are falling off. Well, it does. So I yeah. got here and you drew over that. But before uh, that happened, I encountered a bunch of people on the elevator in this building who don't know who I'm trying to be because without the mustache, it doesn't make a lot of sense and, and you have to know what it is anyway. Yeah. And they just saw me in the elevator and walking through the lobby of the building just with this weird skin residue that looks like a fungus growing on my lip. And It truly does. Like, it I, does. I really wish that I could yeah. communicate this clearly. Like it looks, It's just like this thin, like balled up, gummy, rubbery stuff on his face. Yeah. Yeah. And it that's, does not and that's look what right. it looks like. So now... Yeah. It looks like your skin is like actively just like peeling off and like it does kind flaps. Of, yeah. Yes, it does. Yes, 100%. And then Sarah drew uh, more makeup on top of that to make it, to try to fill it in, to make it look like a mustache. So if you see if the anything picture- anything was better than your flush mustache. <laughs> <laughs> and that see, was actually gross drawing it on you. I'm sorry, but like I'm trying to color it in and I'm just uh-huh. like coloring over these like flesh flaps. Yeah. Ew, stop using those kinds of terms. Flesh flaps? Flesh flaps is not a term that <laughs> should ever be used on this show. Uh, let's remove that. Yeah. But- um, but yeah, so that's that's what I'm dealing with, and now everybody's going to be yeah, weirded out and creeped out by me, which isn't that far from the normal. No, I mean I it's like. just a typical Thursday. Typical, yeah, typical Thursday. Yes. Yeah, but you you are wearing your Rosie the Riveter costume. Well, I was excited when I saw that you were wearing your costume because I was uh, getting ready at home, and then I saw I, I saw that you were wearing your uh, Ron Burgundy thing. I'm like, oh, and so I called Greg. I'm like, should I should I put on a costume <laughs> so that we can take one for the show? And I found my Rosie the Riveter costume from uh, 2004. Oh. You know how I know it's from 2004? Because I have a button. I can't tell where it is. Is it back? Is it on that side? I don't see a button. I have a button pinned to the back. Oh, there is a button That's on the back. And Why says, is it on your back? Because it was supposed to be on the front. Here, wait. I'm wearing a T-shirt underneath this, so I'm not disrobing. But this is, like, definitely a sign of the times because this was on my – Original costume when I first wore it. Women for Carrie Edwards, 2004. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Dang. Okay. That's a time capsule right yep. there. Yep. This is a solid 15 years ago. That was, wow. Yeah, that's definitely a time capsule. And you know what? What? I never noticed this before. On the pin, on the, the woman in that, it's a button. It's like a, I don't know, two-inch button. Yeah. It's Rosie the Riveter. That's Rosie O'Donnell's face. What it is? Look at that. Oh, I have never seen so Rosie O'Donnell. That's Rosie O'Donnell's oh, yeah. face. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's Rosie O'Donnell. What the heck? Rosie O'Donnell, Women for Carrie Edwards. Okay, that's weird. That is a weird. That's a strange one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I just found this. I was very excited. So, okay. it's a goat and it still yeah. fits, you know, because it's a yeah. work, workman's outfit. Yeah, it's cover, uh, coveralls. Coveralls. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to wear coveralls in life. Coveralls forever. versus overalls? Yeah. Overalls, they don't have the arms on them. Coveralls have the full arms. Oh, these are, this is great. Like, You're going to become so, a coverall person? I kind of want to. Oh. It's like an easier to take on and off jumpsuit. Yeah, I was going to say, that's getting pretty close to jumpsuits. Mm-hmm, and I do have a couple. Yeah. Although I- Rompers? Is romper another name for a jumpsuit? I think rompers are like short jumpsuits. Okay, they have shorts on I feel them. like rompers are like what babies wear. No, rompers are what people wear. 
Adults wear rompers. I know because it's a whole thing, right? Tell me about it. I, I thought know. that rompers were something that uh, that adults wore, that men wore. That, like there was a men man romper thing or something. Men's rompers. Men's rompers that were going, that were going on for a while. I don't know. I could have that. Oh wrong. yeah. I mean, they exist. I'm not yeah. saying that they're good. That's a good thing. No, I'm not saying it's a good thing either. But okay. Well, anyway, uh, you're Rosie the Riveter. I'm Ron Burgundy. But let's. I want to ask you. I feel like we have to talk a little bit. What? About what you did yesterday. Oh, man. It was stressful. Because we talked. This is what our last show was all about. Yeah. Was how you were going to have to do some team building. So let me ask. Was I right? Was there team building? No. There weren't team building exercises? There were too many people. There's so so many, like, new. There's probably, like, about 80 80 or 100 people in there. Wow. So, of course, when I was going there, it's way out in the middle of nowhere. So, um, So yesterday morning. Got up super early, put on a grown-up outfit yeah. because I wanted to, you know, play the part. So you did. No, you said you weren't going to. No, I put on a, I put on a dress. I just want to know like how a, good my lessons were. Oh, they were terrible. Oh. I put on a dress and like a nice a, a nice cardigan. Uh-huh. So, so I was like casual, but I was wearing like my platform boots. So okay. it was like casual but comfortable. Uh, yeah, so drove out there, of course, like got there early but then got lost, couldn't find it. So by the time I got there, uh, the – the conference was starting in about 10 minutes. I So I was out there super early and then could not find the place. So finally found it. Um, so by the time I got into the conference room, all the seats were taken except for the very front row. No. Oh, yeah. So oh, you were yeah. in the front row. I was in the very With front all row. of those people. Yeah. There was like a, a tons of people and then me. And so it was like one other dude sitting there. And so like I went and sat next to him. Like, oh, great. And so was there like guy. a stage? Yeah. Okay, so there's like a the there's like a pulpit thing. Okay, like a smaller stage area with yeah. like a speaking thing. Yeah, and they were like different speakers that came out. So it was a lot of what did they talk about? A lot. Of, so this is the uh, Portland Metropolitan Association of Realtors. Okay, and by the way, I found out how you pronounce it too. What? How? Realtor. Wait, you do say that? Okay, I've been saying that. And everybody's been telling true. me that I've That's been doing incorrect. it wrong. Correct. Okay, that is some vindication actually for me because I have been shamed for saying realtor. And uh, and now I feel quite vindicated in this. I feel pretty good about it. I don't think that now. you ever said that. I did too. And then no, then you say realtor. I said real realtor, real realtor. Wait, no, realtor. No, I said realtor. No, realtor? so it was weird. That was, oh, I think, what I got the most from it a... was they kept saying realtor, like as a realtor. And I've never heard it pronounced like that, but it was like, you know, people who, because they had all like the, you know, the who's who in the business, like 33 years, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. So they're up there talking and they were like super fancy and they're like, as a realtor. And it sounds like you're saying real tour. It's just a very, and they actually like had the phonetic, like real R-E-A-L apostrophe T-O-R. So they get really sensitive about it is what you're saying. Because every person that said it up there, it wasn't like realtor. Real tour. It was never realtor. So what is it? It was Realtor. Why is it like that? Did they explain any of that? Like the history of it? No. Realtors actually come from 1473. Oh, I do have all my notes. They're in my car, though. I took lots of notes. Okay. That's how you you pass the time. I'm a very good note taker, by the way. Right. You take a lot of notes. Extremely good note taker. Okay. Um, Yeah. So I learned about uh, the history of, of Realtors. Okay. And what's uh, the history? Wait, so you did get a history? A little bit. Yeah, because uh, Oregon was one of the first uh, established places to actually have, like, an association of realtors to protect, like, buyers and sellers. You realize you are getting this much closer to those Eyes Wide Shut parties for realtors. Like, this is getting – we're getting into the It, it the, the was a super, now. like I, – I, I enjoyed 
parts of well, the parts that you know. I mean, com- some parts of conferences are clearly going to be boring. Some uh-huh. of it was interesting. Like they have a um, like a group thing for like you know young professionals. I was thinking about maybe joining it. You're going to join a young professional group. All right. What are you doing then? Um, they do like fundraising. Uh, they're doing like a um, yeah, like like getting like warm clothing and like sleeping bags and stuff for well, the homeless, that's good. like that kind of stuff. So I kind of want to be. In- and then they sell real estate. And then they sell real estate. <laughs> it was really cool the way that they were talking though, because yeah. she was talking about how this woman has been doing it for a long time. And my God, don't realtors realtors have a look? This woman just was like, if I could. Paint a picture of what I would think a woman who's been in real estate for 33 years looked like. It, like it was totally a woman. Like, yeah, you know, perfectly done nails, sparkly jewelry, high heels, blonde. You know, just like very power suit. Just power suit. Yeah, well put together. It was. It was just kind of fascinating watching it. Wow, because it feels like you're just watching someone play a part, and they aren't playing their part. That's like what they do. And she was talking about like how many, like, millions of dollars she sells a year and stuff. It was crazy. So it's all a little bit of bragging. It's a lot of bragging. I feel like that's what a lot of realtors do. It's like a little, like, like humble bragging every time. There were, and there were those people who were just like, well, at, you know, I've sold, uh, I've already sold, like, three. Yep. Yeah, I did. I called that. I called it. And there was a woman behind me. She had the, uh, can I speak to the manager hair, but, like, the spiky version of it. Like, you know. Like I know the, exactly what you're talking yep, about. Yep, the blonde, like, spiky, like, uh, what was her name? Suzanne Powder? Yes. Or Power, whatever her name was. Yeah, Powder, right? Powder, I think. Yeah, I think. Oh, my God, I just dated us. Yeah, whatever happened to her? Dang, right, that's I don't a whole, know. That's a whole rabbit hole I'll go down. Well, you have to look uh, up to see. Yeah, so she had, like, Suzanne Powder, but, like, not in a cute way, like, in a disheveled, I'm a crazy person way. Yeah. And so she kept yelling, like, one of the um, uh, the lawyers for the um, for PMAR, for the Portland Metropolitan Association of Realtors. Okay, gotcha. That's PMAR. Um was there, and so it was interesting, like hearing him talk, and it's also terrifying because he's like telling you all the things that can go wrong and how many people get sued and all yeah. that stuff. So it was just like putting the fear of God. So it was a very stressful. It was interesting. That sounds and pretty stressful. stressful. Yeah, yeah. And then he kept doing scenarios, um, like say if you're listing a house, and you know, like as I have a listing, and I'm like currently uh-huh. in the negotiation process, and it was like he was speaking right to him. He's like, and here's all the things that could possibly go wrong. Oh, jeez. Yeah. What could go wrong? Uh, everything. Everything. So Everything. that was fun. All right. Yeah. But this woman behind me, she kept like trying to correct the guy who's been a lawyer for like 30 plus years, who's been a lawyer for um, for the National Association of Realtors for like 25. And she's like, actually, well, what I've heard is that you do this and that. It was very uncomfortable. Wow. And everyone's just sitting there because it's a, you know, new realtor. Yeah. Like orientation thing. Like. It's not people that are super experienced. What are you looking up? I'm looking up Susan Powder. I was going to pepper in some some information about Susan Powder here. All right. In a well, then. Pepper- well, no. I'm just going to let you know here in a second. Okay. All right. I mean, she's still she's still with us. She's right? still around. Yeah. Yeah. She's got Susan Powder online, but there's a picture of her that looks like it's from like. It's not a new picture. I'm going to guess. Oh, you know what? An interesting thing that I learned was too. Yeah. Is that you have to like um you know as a person doing real estate whatever. Uh, you are like legally obligated to represent yourself uh, the way that you like look. So I guess people are getting in trouble for um, that. Just reminded me of Susan Powder uh, of using like eighties, you know, old eighties pictures <laughs> on their business cards. Yeah, when they don't look anything like that anymore. Wow, so, so you can get busted for that. Yeah, so like, the people are like getting held accountable because they're using you know like some airbrushed like glamour <laughs> shot from nineteen eighty nine. Oh damn! Yeah, like that lady. You remember the one that I saw in Tacoma? My favorite, her name was like Tammy or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's not what she looks like now. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, but using using that old picture, mm. huh? See now, this is, is she somewhere with Billy Banks or Billy? Is it Billy Blanks? Billy Banks? Was he? Which one's he? Uh, Ty Bo. Oh, Ty Bo, Billy Banks. Yeah, no, Billy Blanks. Sorry, I we should do a whole show just on on these people, but um, no, Susan Powder apparently still has a was website. Was Ty Bo the thing at uh, OSU? I don't remember. I mean, I remember people talking about Tybo, but it's not something oh I did. Oh, my God. Everybody. So I just didn't I didn't pay a lot of attention. Oh, everybody on my dorm floor was, like, obsessed with it. We would have Tybo parties. Really? Oh, my God. I was so old. Wow. Yeah. 1998, the year of Back in Tybo. 1998. Because uh, <laughs> he had to be fancy to afford those VHS tapes. Yeah. Do you think that you should get a uh, glamour shot? I That's abs- what Courtney's asking. Yes. I your, want one. For your card? So bad. What would you have in it? What would be your... Because um, I feel like you have to be holding something or there's got to be I'd definitely be extra. wearing my leopard print cat? jacket. You want a cat in your picture or... Maybe. I'm not really a cat. I mean, I like cats. A little dog? A little dog. Have a little dog in your picture? Yeah. But my name is Sarah. Oh, my gosh. I don't know real stuff. Like if Lou would let me borrow a chai. Right. A tiny little dog. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. <sighs> That and like a fuzzy leopard print jacket. Definitely need the Golden Girls like you know gauze over the camera filter. You should get that. Mm-hmm. Get oh, to make man, it all that'd fuzzy. Be pretty great. Get a perm. Yeah. I would absolutely just get a perm for the occasion. I love this idea. Yeah. Hmm. I've got a couple of ideas right now. We'll have to talk about it after the show. This is a good idea. Okay. Glamour shots. Yeah. Well, you probably need one too. I should probably get a glamour shot. Absolutely. You definitely have to have a mustache for that though. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you didn't tell me anything about Suzanne Powder. Oh, yeah. Well, I was trying to look her up. So so it's a little bit confusing because there's nothing really posted about her. And like anything recent, anything within the last, well, 10 years ago is like the last time pretty much. But then there's this Susan Powder online and it says like author, speaker, mom, nutritionist, personal trainer. With that picture, she's supposed to be 61 right now. That picture doesn't look like a six. Maybe she just looks that good. Maybe she's looking really good. I mean, she probably is. Well, maybe that's it. Because, yeah, no, it's still. Oh, Suze. Okay. She's just making a comeback right now. We are actually on the precipice of this. Susan has been gone for the last 10 years, raising her third son. During that time, Susan continued to maintain her physique and a healthy lifestyle for herself and her family. She further developed her proven weight loss and wellness program, Susan Powder's Lifestyle Exchange Program. With her seventh book. So it's app that we brought up Susan Powder. She is on the comeback trail. We are always just right right yep. there. Yep. Breaking So that's news. what it is. So she's actually, she has been gone for a while. Um, that's weird. She's got an account that you can follow, but it's private. I just requested. Uh, <laughs> that's not creepy at all. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you got to make that shit public, Suzanne, if you're making your comeback. She's also got a private um, Twitter account, too. Yep, follow. I'm going to follow it, too. God, there's going to be this weird guy. It's like, who is this Greg Nibbler? Uh, well, no, maybe I won't follow that one. But yeah, so you that's... already? Wait, that's even creepier if you followed and then unfollowed. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, she's got a web... She's got a Facebook page. Okay, Susan Susan Powder updated their business hours. <laughs> okay, it looks like she's very, very early stages of on the comeback trail. I remember she was, like, about. pretty awesome. She, she was, was a big like, deal. Yeah. Because she had a talk show. She had all kinds of things. Uh Young people are not going to know this, uh, but that's that's what we're looking at. Okay, uh, one other thing for your glamour shot. Keelan said you should be holding your Sasquatch magazine painting for Cemetery Dance. Oh, Cemetery Dance Publications, by the way, 
has an amazing audiobook available on Audible uh-huh. that I should think you should click on Audible dot or uh, the Audible link on FunEmploymentRadio.com. Go through there and uh, pick up an audio book. Why don't you? Can I tell you I'm at the very – we're just everywhere today. We I'm are. Sorry. We're all over the place. I'm sorry. Like this is just – whatever. We're just – It's a – it's a yeah. And it's Halloween. It's a scatterbrained show. It is a scatterbrained show. So, I mean, Halloween can be a scatterbrained show. Yeah. Um, I am at the very end of The Dead Zone. Yeah. This is one of the greatest books I think I've ever listened to. It's wow. so good. It's so – and it's just so – It's been a long time since I've read it. It's a very interesting, and it's very um, adaptable to like us today. I mean, I wish because there was the movie, the original movie with Christopher Walken. They did a television series. I'm gonna watch the movie, The Dead Zone. They're really great. You just have to wait until this evening, and then you can tell me the thing that you want to. I have 30 minutes left in my book. It's gonna be so anticlimactic now. I mean, now it's just not going to – but, well, no, it's still – I mean, it's a famous sketch on Saturday Live. Okay. All right. Well, um, can we do a little bit of ball talk? Because there are some things happening in the world of balls. Oh, in the world of balls. In the world of ball talk. <laughs> Is that what you're, I think that you should just start calling it your world of balls. Uh, no, I don't know about world of balls. Ooh, there are some questions about Susan Powder in the chat. Uh, we'll be your Susan Powder experts. All right. We will be by the end of the day. By the end of the day, we will be. All right. Hello, everyone. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right. Here is the deal in ball talk. There are (laughs) some world champions. Some world champions. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. I apologize. I pulled up a website that I was going to be talking about as part of this. And... uh, and there is some stuff that's going on, and you will like to hear about this. Anyway, oh, okay. uh, World Series concluded, and the Washington Nationals are the first-time champions, winning, I think it was 6-2, to 7-2, to two, something like that, 7-2. to two. Um, So they have, uh, they have won the World Series. So congratulations that to That was them. awesome. I saw it happen. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, I like anything where it's the pinnacle of the sport, mm-hmm. and then one team has to that's lose. That's when I find it. And I'm then not, they I'm show not all big... the Astros, and they're like, oh. You are broken inside. No. I do. I'm not the biggest baseball fan, but when the World Series comes around, like, yeah, I love watching that. Um, okay, there's something else that's going on. This uh, <laughs> holy shit! What is happening? Okay, there's something else that's going on in. I'll talk about in NBA here in a second. So there's a website called Deadspin. Deadspin.com. Mm-hmm. I've been going there for years, and they're uh, there's they're about sports, but it's a, like a sports site. But it's very they make fun of things. It's very much in the vein of it's of comedy, but also reporting. Yeah. But they'll pick out some weird things in sports and do articles about them, or some things will be tangential. Well, internally at Deadspin, there's a new editor that took over who has cracked down on all of the writers and the and the editors of the site. So the editor in chief came in, the new owners, and. They told them that they could only write about sports. It has to be purely sports. There can't be anything that uh, goes off of that. Huh. And the writers started revolting and writing and and writing articles specifically not to go to sports because they didn't like this new direction of it because they've been doing this for so long. They've been very successful. New but, direction. I know. I know. New direction. Uh, well, a bunch of them quit. Like a lot of them quit. Really? But here's the thing. <laughs> Looks like before they went, and right now up there, there's a there's a whole bunch of articles that are not about sports because I pulled it up and the first thing I saw the article was, "Can I fuck to my friend's band?" <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. For Palestinians in and out of refugee camps, AI with that is more than a soccer team. Okay, maybe that's an actual article. 
Um, there's another one. I would have sex with an entire Major League Baseball team if given the opportunity. <laughs> wow. Antique shit show. How much is my Ron Artest Kings jersey worth besides everything to me? Oh, I, I would actually watch that, whatever that is. What I'm saying is there's some anarchy that's going on on this site right now. Who and would I buy Deadspin and then oh, they're owned just by, change it? They're owned by a big one that, that owns uh, – I can't remember. The, they own the AV Club, Gizmodo, Jalopnik, Jezebel, Kotaku, Lifehacker, The Root, Takeout. They own a whole bunch. They own The Onion, or at least they publish The Onion somehow. So, yeah, it's, it's a giant conglomerate. Oh, wow. I know The Onion's with Harvard, but still I think it's owned by somebody. Um, but, yeah, so that's, it's a huge revolt that's going on internally in a, in a major media company. Wow. Like if you don't follow that, I, I get unravel. it, but it's a pretty, it's a big one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's like, watch, it is watching it unravel. I did, I, that's why when I pulled it up, I was, I expected it to be all sports stories, but I guess they still have access to post things. All right. I know you appreciate the chaos. Yeah, I do. Because then, like, some of these other articles that they have on there, like, my life as a minor league baseball clown, and they'll, they'll interview somebody who was a minor league baseball clown, and it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I appreciate it. And also the commenters are usually not assholes. That's good to know because most commenters are. Most. Yeah. <laughs> 99.99% are. Yeah. But for the most part, the Deadspin ones are pretty good. All right. Well, anyway, just wanted to talk about that. Uh, next thing is there's some drama going on in the NBA. What? The NBA is by far the most drama, drama, drama-filled drama, sports drama, drama. league in the world. Oh, yeah, because it's full of divas. It is so many divas. And right now, we have another set of divas who got in a fight yesterday. And that's Joel Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns. Okay. So Joel Embiid plays for the Philadelphia 76ers. He is kind of a prick, at least in the way he talks. He's very, very cocky, makes fun of a lot of people. Um, but he's also a giant. And so he's, uh, he's you know... He's a, he's a pretty big big star. Carl Anthony Towns is also tall. He plays for the Minnesota Timberwolves, but generally speaking, not as much of a jerk. Well, Joel and Carl Anthony Towns got into a fight on the court, punches thrown. Oh no! But then they didn't stop the fight there. When they walked off, they went to social media. Oh boy! And started talking to each other and talking smack. They were smack talking on social media. Yes, yes. Joel Embiid. Um, he claims that he was, uh, since he's from Cameroon originally, mm-hmm. and he, he always says he was raised by lions or grew up with lions. Oh, boy. Which he also admitted in a different interview one time. He just did that to scare um, American kids because they didn't know where Cameroon was. So he would just tell them he was raised by lions, wow. which is kind of funny. <laughs> uh, but, but he still like, sticks by that. Yeah, raised by lions. And then Carl Anthony Towns called him a bitch. And then the other guy said, like, you, I own you. I'm in your head. And went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. So there's a whole social media chain that I suggest people take a look um, at. I'm going to fall down that this afternoon. It's pretty interesting. Awesome. Yes. So there it is. So it's continuing on where they're bitching at each other on Twitter and Instagram. All right. There we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Greg, I've missed Ball Talk. That was an awesome one. I like hearing about mm-hmm. the drama. Yeah. Drama. Oh, the drama. Yeah. I'm definitely on Carl Anthony Town's side on it. Oh, you're picking sides now. I'll pick his side. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying he's not being full of drama, too, on social media, but uh, Embiid's kind of a, kind of a prick. Right. <sighs> Get wrapped God. into the drama. Listen to what a gossipy little girl you are. Oh, that is all it is. You don't remember the whole fallout with 
Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen, Paul oh, Pierce. Oh, and Paul Pierce and Dear Ray Paul, Allen. I miss you dearly. Oh. I wish we could rekindle our friendship. Where has our love gone? Dearest Ray. My dearest Ray. You're abhorrent. I want to disown you. You'll I never be so my friend. I am very disappointed. Kevin and I are very upset with you. No Sincerely, Paul Pierce. All right, anyway. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503 This show has been all over the board, but we have got a lot of other shows that you can listen to, and you can come celebrate the 10th anniversary of Fun Employment Radio on November 15th at the Bossa Nova Ballroom. <laughs> Friday, November 15th. Um, a special new note. Paps Blue Ribbon and Rainier Beer are going to co-sponsor the Heck beer yeah. for the party. All right. It could not could not be more perfect than it's that. It's perfect. Yeah. We're so excited. We've worked with Pabst and Rainier so much over the years, and I'm so happy that they decided to come on board. And so uh, they're both going to be providing some beverages for us to have a good time on Friday, November 15th. That's amazing. Really excited. And there's more announcements still coming. So get your tickets now. Get your tickets. And thank you to everybody who's been writing us and saying you got your tickets. That it means, really means the world to us. It means a lot to thank us. Thank you. So, yeah, feel free or post and share uh, all of that. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com, bye, friends. Bye. Goodbye. Oh, maybe they'll hear this song at the listener party, too. What? What?